0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. I'm telling you that anointing is on you. And the enemy's job is to make you feel inferior. Make you look at yourself, look at your body, look at your hair, look at something, look at your grades in school, look at your prison time, look what, whatever it is that's in your background. He's gonna have you look at it, but you gotta forget that and 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 replace that with you are an ambassador. The anointing of God needs the faith of God to flow. I'll say that again. The anointing of God needs the faith of God to flow. No faith, no flow. God does nothing apart from faith in the earth. Now, that being the case, faith does not work in unrighteousness. Now you gotta get this. Faith does not work in unrighteousness. The Bible says all unrighteousness is sin. All of it. So it doesn't work in unrighteousness. No faith, no flow. Okay? So I need this flow. Are you following what I'm saying? The Bible says in Ecclesiastes and chapter 8 and verse 4, where the word of a king is, there's power. There's miracle working ability. Now why 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 would I say that? Because this king sees himself, I'm just using him, that he sees himself righteous. Sees himself righteous, meaning, you know the expression, a king can do no wrong? That's where he got that from. That's where he sees himself. So he decrees things, a king does. And the Bible says in Job chapter 22 and verse 28, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established. Say amen to that. For you to get maximum performance out of this anointing that is on you, you need a superiority consciousness one night I was in Minnesota. We were praying. Uh, it was Saturday night. We had started a church there and that's when I was still with IBM and I said, Lord, I need this message and I need a message for tomorrow. This is Saturday night. It's getting late, 12 noon, 12 midnight. And so, um, and, and I'm starting to beg now, God, give me a message. The people, I mean, I'm shedding a tear. The people need a message, Lord. He said, what are you doing? Right there, I knew I was in trouble. I said, I'm trying to get a message. He said, Is that the way you come before me? You see what I'm saying? Yes. See, the Bible says you have not because you ask not, and then when you ask, you ask amiss. You ask out of line with the word. God's not going to go out of line with the word. He said, Come what? Oh. Boldly, and that's what you're going to have to do. I said, well, all right then. Well, in the name of Jesus, I need a boy before I could get it out. Here come the word. I had to come like a king. I couldn't come like a beggar. And I'm telling you that anointing is on you and the enemy's job is to make you feel inferior make you look at yourself, look at your body, look at your hair, look at something, look at your grades in school, look at your prison time, look, what, whatever it is that's in your background, he's going to have you, do, you look at it. But you got to forget that and 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 replace that with you are an ambassador. Now watch this. An ambassador is protected. Matter of fact, wherever he is, is his own nation's jurisdiction. An ambassador lives in that country that he's sent to like his country who sent him. I'm saying if America sends an ambassador to another country, that's the way he's going to live. He's going to live according to America. He is not going to live in some hut according to a country that he went into. Got it? So I'm saying when God sends you out and Paul calls you an ambassador, then you're going to live according to heaven watch this. No sickness in heaven. So any time you get sick or hurt or whatever have you, something takes place, God's going to heal you right there on the spot. Say amen. Why? Because he's going to have you finish your work with joy. Because there's nothing but joy in heaven for you. Say into that. So notice you got the you got the nature of God inside of you. The Bible says you are his offspring. Say amen to that. You got his maturity in you. You got his mind. The Bible says you have the mind of who? Christ. That's the same mind that created the world. You got that same mind in you right now. Paul said let this mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. Not only that, but you got the same in you. you got the anointing in you that can fix you. That anything, listen, you scratch your finger, something happens, and in time it'll heal up. Am I right about it? Then if you scratch your, your organ, if you, something happens to you, God's gotta wait. Lord have mercy. Can I go into this for just a minute? See, God, God has made it so that you are custodian over the whole earth. I wanna say owner, but that'll get some of y'all out of joint. You, God has made you an owner with stewardship responsibility. He put it up, He said in Psalms chapter 115 and verse 16 He said, Heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has He given to who? Children of men. Now, He's given you the earth. But he's, there's some problems in the earth. Psalm chapter 82, verse one, please. There are some problems that are going on in the earth. He said, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty and judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly except the person of the wicked? He said, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Watch this. He said, deliver the poor and needy, rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand why, because they're walking in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. He said, well, wait a a minute. Have I said you are gods, and all of you are children of the who? Most high. But he said, if you don't accept this, you're going to die like men. Now, my point to you is, we can get a hold of God. Put it up there, please. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. This thing, you got to see how it ties in together because the earth is yours. I said, the earth is yours. He said, therefore I say you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. That's called a blank check. I said, that's called a blank check. See, everything God's gonna do for you, He's already done. Come on, come on with me. Everything He's gonna do for you is already done. The Bible says God inhabits eternity. So God, with God, He's in eternity. Where there is no time. And it, it, the Bible says one day is a is a, is a one day with the Lord is of a thousand days, and a thousand days is one day. It doesn't make any difference whether you call them about a thousand years or one day. They're the same to God. Why? Because God Put time in the earth, so that time can tell you what time it is. But what he did with it is, he's above time, so he's seen the end from the beginning, and he's got what you need at the end already in the warehouse. And when you take Mark eleven twenty-four, you make requisition and you call for what you need when you need it. But it's not. For what you need, what you need to minister to somebody else. God has put up billions to finance your ministry. It doesn't make any difference what you need. Folks, it's all right there. Say amen to this. Oh, Lord Jesus. See, we, 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 we tend to think, see, when he gave you the earth, he knew there were going to be problems. So he's laid up a solution. The Bible says over in Proverbs chapter 2, he's laid up sound wisdom for the righteous. He's laid it up so that you can get a strategy as to how to fix this thing. Now, the enemy has called the problem, but God's going to undo it he's going to undo whatever the devil did in your life. I tell you, before this session is over, before this series is over, you're going to have some things undone. Because it was the devil that did it. Not only you going to have them undone, but he going to pay you. He going to pay you. follow what I'm saying. See, he's ripped some of us off and we don't even know he ripped us off. All you know is that you're still broke. But God knows what happened. Watch this. And this is what he said over in Genesis 31. I've seen all that Laban has done to you. See, God keeps records. He keeps records. He got records of everything been done to you since you've been on the face of this earth and you about to get paid. You about to get paid. All right, let me boy put that scripture up there. Now this this Genesis, Genesis chapter twenty. And verse three, put that one up there first. In Genesis chapter twenty and verse three, watch this. Watch what it says here. But God came to Abimelech in a dream. Now Abimelech took Abram's wife. God ain't hearing that. He's not hearing him take your wife, your husband, your children. Come on, your business. He's not hearing them take anything. If devil has harassing you at all, God's going to put an end to it. That. Do you believe that? that's where we're going now. But look what he says here. In a dream by night, and he said unto him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. For the woman that which you have taken, she's another man's wife. Now therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for you that you shall what? Live. 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 I mean, don't mess with him. No. Don't mess with Bill. Da 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 da! Don't mess with Bill. Leave my Billy alone. Okay, now, <laughs> mm-hmm. now I'm gonna show you. He had to pay him back. Put the new living up there, whatever translation we use. All right, look here. Look what says. And Abimelech said, "Look over my land and choose any place where you would like to live." And he said to Sarah, look, I'm giving your brother a thousand pieces of silver in the presence of all these witnesses. And this is to compensate you for any wrong I may have done to you. And this will settle any claim against me. And your reputation is clear. You see what you've done? See, you didn't rely on the court system of the world because it's some judges that ain't just, but you went to another system. God says, I'm the judge and I will make them repay. And I'm about to say, you about to get paid. Everything that the devil has done to you, has shamed you, has come on, stolen from you. You're about to get it back with interest. Now, let's go a couple more things. Say, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now, what is he saying here? All right. He is saying that now what's happening is God. Is now got it so that you have something called potential. You have something called potential. And God is going to use you to do some mighty things. Now you have to understand, God knows what your potential is. So, when God thinks about you, he doesn't think about you except in terms of your potential. Even some of the things that have not yet manifested, God knows he put that in you. And he knows what you can do. Say amen to that. As a matter of fact, you were birthed out of God. And he <laughs> has given you part of his potential and you are wired, clover to God, to operate like him. Say, I'm wired to operate like my father. Now, if you've accomplished something You can enjoy that, and you can appreciate it, but don't get hung up on it. Why? Because God's got some more for you to do. Paul said it like this, I count not myself to have apprehended, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. But there's one thing I do. Watch this. Forget it. Paul knew that sometimes the past can hold you in the past. So now the past, he no longer used it to motivate him. He was strictly looking at the future. Say amen. amen. Now you can do that and 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 that's fine. But God has big plans for you because there's a big God inside of you, and he's sent to you to do big things. Woo, that's a lot of bigness going on. God gave you potential to dominate the earth and everything in it. Say amen to that. So you can rule it, you can subdue it, And you can keep it under because you have the potential to make that happen. Say amen to this. Now, because people have not learned to live by faith and release the anointing that's inside of them, then a lot of what God wants to do in this earth has not been done. In fact, because... Of the lack of the manifestation of the sons of God, the world has experienced chronic insufficiency. Yeah. Folks, what happened when they had all the people there and Jesus had said, feed them? Right there, the disciples started counting up their little money, didn't they? But they they hadn't experienced heaven supply there is a whole supply that the enemy uses. If a person cannot access that, then he'll dry up certain communities. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying that your season has come. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. That's what he said over 1 Kings chapter 18. Rain symbolizes the what? The anointing. So when that anointing comes, restoration takes place. Leadership is developed. Come on, all these things—it's going to turn you into another person, and signs, wonders, and miracles going to take place. Now let me say this: Here was a man waiting by the pool of Bethesda. John chapter 5. he was there, how many years? 38 years. He was waiting for the angel to come down and serve the pool, for it said that in a certain season, the angel came down, stirred up the water, and when he did, whoever jumped in first was made whole. Nobody else got healed. Jesus came over to the man and asked him a question. Do you want to be made whole? The man said, sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled, See, he's still thinking the water, but God is the healer. Yeah. Jesus said to the man, what? Rise, come on, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man rose up, took up his bed and started walking. Now, what am I saying? That your wait is over. (laughs) See, because you're in a different season, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Put up there Amos chapter 9, please, and chapter 9 and verse 13. Let's put it up in the message translation, please. Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. It's going to make your head swim. I'm saying right now, your weight is over. I said your weight is over was there for 38 years, but when Jesus came, his wait was over. When the anointing showed up, here's a woman that had been, had an issue of blood, how many years, 12 years. But when she heard, come on, of Jesus, here's David come to the front line. They had been fighting for 40 days, but David came forth and he said, I can take him. I got a lion, I got a bear, and I can take him too. And he walks to the front line and this is what he said, this day. Can't you see what I'm saying? He told Israel, your weight is over. (laughs) How about when Moses showed up down there with Pharaoh? See, Pharaoh thought he could hold him off and stall him and so forth, but no, 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 Pharaoh said, let my people go. I mean, that's what Moses said. Pharaoh said, no, that's my economy. You ain't going to take my people. Here's what Moses said, Pharaoh, this day, (laughs) the wait is over. I got to get God's people out of here telling you, say, we're on a timetable here and the wait is over. That God is going to do some things. Look what he says in Isaiah 65, 24. He said, it shall come to pass that what? Before you call, come on, I will answer and while you are yet speaking, I'm going to hear you. All I'm saying is you sit in the waiting room waiting to see maybe a physician or the dentist or whatever have you. We've got on the phone and it'll tell you how much wait time you got. We'll be with you in 20 minutes. Or if you're waiting on payday, Lord Jesus, I've run out of money. When is payday? Or if you're waiting on a job, boy, I can hope I can get this job. Or if you're waiting on a husband, oh Lord, if you're waiting on healing, if you're waiting on, I don't care what it is your wait? I said your wait is over. It doesn't make any difference what you've been waiting on. You've been waiting on that lawsuit to close or that paycheck to come. Come on, waiting on. Healing to manifest. Come on, you've been waiting on these people to move out from over you. And this, I don't care what it is. Your wait is over. Your wait time is zero. To order today's series, Understanding the Anointing, on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, call us at one eight hundred. or contact us online at BillWinston.org. Let this dynamic teaching reveal to you how the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of the anointing will flow in your life and equip you to do the greater works God has called you to do. Order this must-have series today. Hello, Bill Winston here. Now, I trust that you've been blessed by the day's message, I'd like to take a moment to share a couple of testimonies with you that have come from our prayer call center. We have a call center that's set up to pray with people who would call in. Now We've created this center for you, the partners, the viewers, those who would call in need prayer for any matter. It doesn't make any difference. We want to pray with you, stand and agree with you, whatever we need to believe God for you. For the thing that you need God to do in your life. Now, here is a testimony that was given to me. This came in from Florida. This particular person had a family member that was in a coma. They'd been in a coma for two weeks, and that this family member was the family was being challenged as to whether to take the person off of life support or just leave them on. Well, this one person decided to call the prayer center here at Bill Winston Ministries and that prayer minister prayed with them and believed God for that person's deliverance or that person to come out of that coma. Well, shortly after the family called this person and reported that the sister, the dear sister that was in the coma opened her eyes and woke up and then asked for a drink of water. Now, they ask what time that this sister called the prayer center. What time did they pray for this dear sister in the hospital? They prayed at 1116 a.m. in the morning, and that is the exact time the sister woke up from a coma that she had been in for two weeks. Praise God. Let me give you another one. This testimony comes from Illinois. This particular person called for prayer uh, for their godmother. Now, she had stage four cancer and was going to have surgery. Now, after they had received, received prayer from the prayer call center, the doctor started the surgery but could not any longer find cancer in this person's body. Now, these are actual testimonies that have been coming in. So I'm just saying here that if you need prayer, if you need somebody to agree with you, we've got people that know how to get hold of God. I'm telling you, see, God's plan is that we all be healed. God's plan that we all be delivered. God's plan that we all have enough abundance or whatever have you. So if you're going through something that isn't God's plan, in other words, there's something in your situation there that you know is not God's will for your life, call that prayer center. They're standing by. These folk know how to pray. And as you pray with them and they agree with you, we're going to believe God that every need of your life is going to be met. Well, remember, we're here for you. The Prayer Call Center is available. We love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith.